Chapter Number Four of Nero the Circus Lion by Richard Barnum. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kenneth Sargent Kagan. Chapter Number Four: Nero in a Cave. Now, while the hunter, hidden on a platform in a tree in the jungle, was shouting about having shot a lion, Nero was doing some shouting of another sort. To tell the truth, he was howling and roaring. Just as sometimes when you step on a puppy's tail, by mistake, of course, the puppy howls. Nero was howling and roaring with pain. Oh, what has happened? What is the matter? cried Nero, in lion talk, of course, as he rolled over and over on the dried leaves of the jungle. What a terrible pain in my paw. Oh, I wonder if the goat did this, if he did. Nero stopped his howling long enough to try to stand up and look through the jungle trees to where he had first seen the goat. There the bleeding animal was. It had not moved. Surely that goat couldn't have given me the pain in my paw, said Nero between his howls. I wonder what the goat means by staying in one place so long, especially when it must know we lions are out on the night hunt, and what gave me the pain in my foot, and what made the loud noise. As Nero roared, so the other hunting lions roared. Switchy and the smaller lions, like Nero, do not roar very loudly, but Nero's father and the other full-grown beasts made the very ground tremble with their rumblings. At the same time there was another jungle cries from the animals. The monkeys, who had been sleeping in the treetops, began to chatter and scold as they swung to and fro. "'What's the matter? What's the matter?' asked one gray-haired monkey, who must have been very old. What's all the noise about? Reminds me of the time a monkey named Mappo, who once visited here, had the toothache one night and howled until morning. Some of you monkeys howled just like Mappo did, though he was a merry chap most of the time. Where is Mappo now? asked the small baboon, which is another kind of monkey. Oh, replied the gray-haired chap. Mappo went to a far country on a trip, and he had many wonderful adventures. He joined a circus and was put in a book. The lions on a night hunt, said the middle-sized monkey who climbed down the tree to take a look. The lions are hunting, and any one of them seems to be hurt by the way he howls. Very likely, said the old monkey. I thought I heard a gun. That means hunters are about. I saw some in the jungle today, but kept out of sight. Well, if hunters are hunting and lions are hunting, we monkeys had better stay up in the trees. And the monkeys did. But, of course, they did not make the pain in Nero's foot feel any better. The lion boy howled and roared by turns, and with his big, rough red tongue, he licked the place where his paw hurt. That is the only way lions have of making well their sore places, by licking them with their tongues or letting cold water run on the hurt place. But just then there was no water where Nero could get it. "'What's the matter with you?' Nero roared, the voice of Mr. Lion through the black jungle. Why are you howling about? Oh, I'm hurt, said the lion boy. I saw a goat and tried to jump on it. Then I heard some thunder, and my paw hurt, and the goat is still there. Ha! That was a trap, cried Mr. Lion. That goat was tied there to a tree by a rope, so he wouldn't bleat and make you come closer. Then a hunter, hidden in a tree, must have shot you. And this is exactly what happened. The hunter knew that a lion would come close to try to catch the tied goat, and when it bleated and the man waited, then when a man hiding on a platform built in a tree saw Nero as the moon shone now and then, he fired his big rifle. But he did not kill a lion as he thought. 
He only made Nero lame in one paw, and as the lion boy rolled away quickly as he could, the man lost sight of him. And though he and some other hunters who were with him tried later to find Nero, they could not. He had run away, and I will tell you how he did it. Come, lions, called Nero's father to the hunting band, when Nero had told them what had happened to him. Come, we must not hunt here any longer. One hunter shot Nero. Other hunters may shoot at us. We'd better hunt somewhere else. Come, we will run away. The jungle is big enough for us to hide from the hunters. But before we go, we have to give a loud roar so the hunters will know we're not afraid. Already now, my brothers. Roar, roar, roar. And how those lions roared. You could have heard them a mile away, for all roared at once, and the ground fairly trembled. Even Nero, hurt as he was, helped in the roaring. Come on now, Nero, follow us, called Mr. Lion to the boy cub who was shot. You will have to run on three legs, but you have done that before. You did it once when you got a big thorn in your paw. Come along, follow us, and we will hunt in another part of the jungle. So the lion band turned away from the place where the goat was tied and where the hunters were hidden, and Nero followed. But it was not easy for the cub lion, and soon he began to limp and fall behind. "'What's the matter?' asked Switchy, as he saw his chum was not keeping up with the rest. "'Can't you run along faster?' "'No, I can't,' answered Nero, and I guess you couldn't either on only three legs.' "'Well, maybe I couldn't,' replied Switchy. "'I'm sorry you were shot, Nero. I'll stay behind and walk with you. Then you won't be so lonesome.' "'Thank you,' answered Nero, using lion talk, of course. So Switchy stayed behind with Nero, going slowly as the wounded lion had to go. But soon the others, the big and the little lions, were not hurt, began to get far ahead. Come on, Nero, come on, they roared, and you too, Switchy, come along here, hurry up. I'll just run on ahead and see what they want, said Switchy to Nero. I'll tell them you can't go fast, and that they must wait for us. I'll run up ahead and tell them this, and then come back for you here. All right, thank you. I wish you would, growled Nero, and he did not feel very happy for his paw hurt him very much. I'll wait here for you, he said, as he sat down on a pile of leaves. So Switchy ran ahead to tell the others. But while he was gone, something happened that changed Nero's whole life, and really was the cause of his going to a circus. I'll tell you about it. As Nero sat on a pile of leaves, waiting for his friend Switchy to come back, he suddenly heard a noise in the jungle behind him. He saw some lights flashing, and he heard the sound of talk. It was the voices of men, the same sort of voice that had shouted, I've shot a lion. Nero pricked up his ears and listened as hard as he could. Those are hunters, said the boy lion to himself. They're coming after me. I must run away and hide. I can't wait for Switchy to come back. I must hide. As I have said, the moon now and then shone in the jungle, making it light enough for the men to see to shoot. But the lights Nero saw flashing were not moonbeams. They came from lanterns carried by the hunters. Here's a mark where the lion has been, cried Winter, flashing his light. This must be the one I shot. Come on, we'll get him yet. And these were the voices Nero heard. The wounded lion boy did not wait any longer. Up he sprang and, running on three legs, made no noise. Off through the dark jungle he hurried. His only idea was to get away and hide. Suddenly Nero saw a blacker patch in the half-darkness. He knew at once at what it was. 
It was an opening or front door of a cave. It isn't the cave where I live, thought the lion boy, but it will do very well for me to hide in it. So Nero crawled into the cave with his sore paw and lay down on some dry grass as far back as he could get. And the hunters with their guns and lanterns came on through the jungle looking for a lion to kill. End of chapter 4 Recording by Kenneth Sergeant Gagan